Welcome to the new season of our tabletop role-playing show, Must Be Dice. I'm your Dungeon Master, Daniel, and I'm here to run a game for some of my best buds. One of my oldest friends in the world, the sharpest and funniest person I know, the cleverest person on planet Earth, are you still him? I read ahead on the teleprompter, Dan, wow. thank you. You didn't want the surprise? <laughs> no, because I thought there's going to be some kind of twist here. Hey, Dan, happy to be here. It was a twist. <laughs> you thought he was going to roast you. <laughs> Elise is one of my favorite role players. I think we're all uh, lucky to have her here and playing with us. Thanks, Dan. Uh, I hope we see such wonderful words but a for real uh, bitch. our other compatriots. Yeah, but we've also got my favorite cynic, the cold beating heart at the center of Funhouse. Yeah, oh, okay, it could have been. I, not, I didn't know. No, it's not me anymore. <laughs> okay. It used to be me. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, I took over. Sure. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. And we got James. Hey, Aww. what's up? Okay. I'm James. For season two of Must Be Dice, we will be using the Fave gaming system. Fave is a rules light role playing game that I've hacked together based on Ben Milton's brilliant game Nave. Fave is only about seven pages long, so it's distilled D and D, old school style. Let's get started. Jump right in. Yeah. So our adventure starts in a quaint little picturesque valley. The Golden Valley, named for the view of the plentiful golden wheat of the harvest fields. The valley is half a mile wide and about five miles long, surrounded by steep cliffs and tall mountains on either side. A river runs through the valley floor and it feeds a lake on the western end of the valley. A halfling community thrives in the Golden Valley. These are creatures small of stature and big of heart. They live a simple life. Most of the folk are straightforward, honest farmers. There are a few artisans and artists, two of the world's best bakers, and a few world-class anglers. Growing an enormous gourd or catching a beautiful fish is probably the highlight of the summer. A few hundred halflings live in the Golden Valley and its surrounding area. It's a storybook little idyllic community. An old and dying king and his daughter, Princess Daffodil, rule this land. They are benevolent. They lead their community with love, respect, honor, and they are beloved. The land is peaceful and life is sweet. All right. Right. It looks yeah. like we got it. We got everything handled then. And we just live in peace for yeah, perpetuity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is just up this morning. Roosters are crowing. The skies are blue. The sun is warm on your cheeks. A south wind is blowing strongly, and you smell some smoke on the air. But, uh, Elise, your character, uh, tell us kind of how they start their day. Well, it's a, it's a day as any other for Neville Shortpants. That's my, that's who I am. I'm a halfling. I live in this beautiful idyllic countryside, okay? And I wake from my slumber, just rejuvenated to start my day as I make my way to my job. Okay, what's your job? I am a human scarecrow. Halfling. <laughs> halfling scarecrow. I am a halfling scarecrow, and I—it's not a—you know—it's not an easy job. It's not a coveted job, but I do it with pride. Okay, and and, and what is being a scarecrow? Well, as an as an aspiring performer, I do think there is some type of performance art to the to the craft. But basically, I go out to a field, and uh, I get up on a little pedestal. And I, I stand on the pedestal for about, oh, I don't know, 12 to 14 hours at a time. And the little birds come and I say, get out of here. Get out of here, bird, go on. Go on, bird, get out of here. Call, get out of here, bird. Shoe off. Do you get a Shoe break? Off. Pardon? Do you get a break? Like for uh, lunch? Well, I make, I make up the breaks in my mind. <laughs> no. I can't, I can't, no, I, I don't have any reprieve. 
from being the human scarecrow, so I just have a little bit of a, I imagine a little bit of a break. Oh, and then okay. I come back and I'm rested. It can do be another, exploited. Do another six, another six, seven hours. Yeah. Do the birds respect you? Well, <laughs> I, I think I'm a bit in their territory, aren't I? Okay, because this is their, this is a field. This is this has been cultivated by, by halfling kind. Okay, so it's a bit of a mutual respect. Now we got to respect each other, and sometimes I get it. Sometimes I get a good one in on the birds. For for the most part, yeah, the birds they poop on me, they peck at me. But I said, get out of here, birds! I'm protecting the crops, and I'm doing a little bit of a performance because I want. I do want to be a performer someday. That's my goal. That's wonderful. So it sounds abusive, but yeah, I just you know I do that seven days a week, seven every days. day. I get one day off a year from the human scarecrow. When is that day? Ah, it's uh, I come to think of it, I didn't get the day this year. I don't know oh, what it no. is. Oh, does it pay well? <laughs> no, okay. it doesn't. <laughs> when you love what you do, I guess you yeah, don't. Yeah, need yeah. Days Again, off, right? I'm thinking it's going to lead to the next gig. I think someone's going to see you out there. They're going to say Neville. You're doing a hell of a job. You're, I believed you were a scarecrow out there. I think they're going to say. What's the next step up from human scarecrow? I don't know. Theater in the round. Maybe for oh, the- Oh, that's wow. a big step. Maybe okay. the princess. Maybe for the princess, she'll hire me for her troupe. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, playing a tree in a play. Oh, no. Well, maybe. Oh, I'd be so lucky to get a tree, <laughs> wouldn't I? But maybe the princess, maybe she's got those theater performances. Maybe someday I'll be performing for the princess. Wouldn't that be something for old Neville? Make his, make his pop proud. Things, uh, do you have a pop? Uh, oh, no, it's just old Neville now in this world. Oh, no, what happened to pop? Drinking uh. a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> did you know me, pop? <laughs> Before he went in the bowl. We all, yeah, I think we all did. Uh, yeah. But you know, they were, it was a deep bowl. It was a deep, and we in the, in the short pants house, we were used to a shallower bowl. So I... You know, I gotta give it to the foe. <laughs> uh, what, what is your character's name, and what are you doing, like first thing in the morning when you wake up? Well, for many, it is the first thing in the morning, but for me, I've been awake for hours. Oh. For you see, I wake before the sun. My name is Sir Recti Narrow Star, and I am the second sword of the royal guard. And I take that position with utmost sincerity, seriousness, and honor. For my day involves not just protecting the lands at large, but protecting the royal family. For you see, without the royal guard, they are completely exposed. And our pride is tied to their uh, protection. When I am not uh, immediately within arm's length of the, of the royal family, I am training others in ways of the sword, the battle axe, the shield. Uh, I take great pride in my work. I come from a long lineage of uh, second swords and, uh, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I love this village, I love this kingdom, and I love the royal family. They truly are my family. I'm paid well for my work as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't imagine my career getting any more prolific than this. For you see, it's not about the heroic adventures I wish to go on, the tales I wish to write in the annals of our uh, beautiful village's history. It is about what the people I protect can do. So you hope someday to see uh, Recti in the annals? 
it doesn't matter. If, it, it, Rekti does not need to appear in the annals. No. It's not I important see. to him. I see. And you may call me Sir Narrow Star. <laughs> 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 so, so what are you what are you doing first thing in the morning? Like, what is your life? Like? Well, first thing in the morning, I am already on my second Before rounds. Oh. My second rounds. I've already performed my second rounds. Okay. And my own personal training that consists of one thousand push-ups, oh. one thousand squats. Oh my! And then uh, one thousand, probably some sort of weird old exercise <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And that really actually causes much yeah, more like damage. 1,000 crab walk steps. <laughs> oh no. Yes, yes. Holding a weight that's really off. Now I place the weight on my on my stomach and then I crab walk 1,000 1, feet back and forth. <laughs> you start by jerking, yes. jerking your back Hard as you can. across the ramparts. Oh, what do these weights look like in this? Uh, I mean, it's not they're stones. <laughs> stones. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Large stones. But I've taken uh, pieces of ink and dye and written oh. the weights, approximate weights on them. Were you just oh. guessing the weight? Yes. It's like, one one stone. Three oh, wait. Stones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you writing what you would like the weight to be? On the what I believe the weight to be. Okay, so it could be anything. Yes. Yeah. I see. For example, I put 1,000 pounds of stone on my chest before I, uh, before I go to sleep every night because the harder it is to breathe, the easier it is to breathe without a stone. It's part of my training. That sounds awful, but you know, you're stronger because of it. Right? Exactly. No further and questions. Strength, <laughs> strength allows me to protect those I care about. And that's all that matters. Part of your morning routine is going to your captain. Gets uh, some special orders today. Indeed, yes. And this isn't necessarily something you have to do yourself, uh, but you might be bored or you know excited for a little adventure. But they have noticed, the, the watch has noticed a purple smoke at the top of the, the north end of the valley. I also noticed the smoke this uh, morning, and I was, in fact, awaiting my captain to awaken so I could ask him about it. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, so you popped into his room and told him about it. Well, I would never disturb the captain, but I, I waited uh, right outside of his door until I could hear him milling about inside, maybe putting on his, uh, his armaments and what have you, for okay. his, his because he wakes up much later than I do. Are you the first up? Usually? Of course. Okay. <laughs> first up in the village. So yeah, so the Zero Sword gives you a mission for the morning is to figure out what's going on with the purple smoke because smoke's not normally purple. Um, and Indeed. if you know there's a fire or something that the village needs to look out for, we're, I'm, I'm we're looking to Sir... Narrow Star. Sir Narrow Star. Yes, Captain, I will take on this task and I will fulfill it honorably. And he trusts that you will do it? I, and you can trust that I will do it because I will do it honorably, yes. Okay, with honor or not. Either way. Excellent. Okay. Yes. Okay. Shall I acquire the binoculars from the uh, equipment room? Oh, I th uh, the binoculars are broken. I'm going to need you just to go on foot. Investigate so, on foot. Or, Very well, you, Captain. You, you can probably take a donkey. Or one of no our, need. One I of hate to burden ponies. a donkey with my, with my uh, ripped and chiseled body. <laughs> You could carry it. Would you like me to carry the donkey, <laughs> Captain? If you want a small pony that's a little bit lighter and you want to carry it all the way up. I will carry the donkey. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Patrick, um, tell us about your character and what they might be doing like first thing in the morning when the sun rises. I am Bobbin's bag tree. First thing in the morning, I, I too am also awake. I find that hard to believe. I'm awake at least as early as you are. <laughs> 
at least. Is it possibly earlier? It could be earlier. As, er oh, as early as my character? As it early could as be earlier than either of your okay. characters. It is as early as one can wake up, I'm awake. First thing in the morning, I, I awake not in a not in a, a halfling hole. Okay. Which is what we legally have to call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> your hole. But in the forest. On a, upon a bed of leaves where I am my, my most comfortable. And first thing I'm doing is checking my traps. Maybe setting some new traps. I, too, check my traps in the morning. You don't have Often traps. Often they are sore the... from my workout the day prior. Not those traps. Oh. These are traps to catch game, <laughs> hares and such. Did you, did you get anything this morning? I did. Yeah. yeah, I found some rabbits. Cool. Yeah, they're dead. I skinned them. Oh. And uh, make a little breakfast for myself. Strength for the day, foraging and hunting. Uh, accompanying me is my trusty animal companion, a, a Martin, which is a weasel, a fancy way of saying weasel, named Pogo. Pogo? Who I can sort of communicate with. What do weasels do? Like, what does he do? Anything, anything I, I ask of it, really. Um, I mostly use it for scouting, checking my traps, maybe spooking birds out of a tree, which I uh, fire down with my longbow, at which I am an expert. Sweet. So, so do, does does <laughs> Pogo understand your language, or do you like chirp at it? Uh, a bit of both. Okay, a bit of both. Uh, Is Pogo smart? Pogo's no. Pogo's. I mean, he's just a weasel like any other. I'm just gonna call it a weasel. So, to what benefit is Pogo to you? To what benefit? First of all, friendship. One okay, of the greatest, he's, he's the, useless. The greatest benefits. He's clearly useless. Anyone can Neville ask doesn't for. know about friendship. No. Guess. Yeah. Oh. He's never had a friend. Ah. Ah. Neville, of course, Neville's got friends. He's got his, his best mate. His best mate's on the Royal Guard. Oh, he's, I mean, best mate, but he's kind of the hero. Rex. Sir Narrowstar, who's your best mate? Hmm. Uh, I would say the king mm. is definitely uh, my best mate, though. Not, not if you. the king does not feel the same way about me, I would understand for our role. Uh, our relationship is such that I should be protecting him and he should be doing his kingly duties. Oh, Neville's best mate is his best friend, Rex. They've been best friends since boyhood. Oh, they went. It sounds like both of you have best friends who do not reciprocate they went this feeling. Wow, I must sentiment. say, though, as a boy growing up, one of my closest friends uh, was this young, young fellow named Neville, um, an actor. Uh, and uh, we don't get to speak as much as I would like lately because my routine keeps me quite busy. Um, but I often look back fondly on my time uh, in school with Neville. Oh, he's one of my best mates to this day. Neville, oh, he's one of my best mates. Thinking about it, my friendship with Neville was excellent practice for the Royal Guard because oftentimes I'd have to defend Neville from bullies and uh, even sometimes the teacher's uh, humiliations. Um, Neville, Neville um, was very good at, um, there's fight or flight and then there's whatever Neville does, which is kind of freeze and trying to blend into the wall. Act like you did. Um, <laughs> it was successful at first, um, but ultimately they realized what Neville was doing, and so I would step in and I would um, either talk them down or use my fist to show them that they had no business picking on someone as honorable as Neville was. He's my best mate to this day, and ain't there's nobody in this world that 
that I look to more than Rex. He's my he's my friend. He's my best friend. That's really sweet. Yeah. I haven't seen him in probably ten years, though. Oh, <laughs> but I do think fondly back in our time together. We, we're, we're mates. After you check your traps and skin your rabbits, you hear um, a, a, an extremely large, like crashing and cracking sound um, off on the kind of. Not, actually, you're you're up on the rim uh, mm-hmm. on a on a mountaintop on the, one of the corners of the valley, and you can see a bunch of smoke gathering in the direction that you heard the crash sound. I go. My, my weasel pogo scurries up and perches upon my shoulder and looks out with me into the valley. And we observe the smoke <laughs> together. Um, and we share you, a nod. Does that nod mean you're going to go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. Sir Recti. Narrow star, if you must. Sir Narrow star. The way you say it doesn't sound good. No, no. It, it, I trip on my tongue with, mm-hmm. with rec- Indeed. recti. Indeed. Well, there's an apostrophe Rec-a-dee? in there. Does that make it easier? No. <laughs> You're um with with the the pony. I'm well, I believe I, it, I, I believe I chose the donkey. Oh, you chose. The I was pony. given the option between a smaller pony and a donkey. Okay. So uh So you're you're headed out of the valley towards towards the smoke and uh carrying a donkey. Yes. And you're at well, you know, one of the last kind of saddest little dust farms at the end of the valley. And um out out in the field you you see a really pitiful looking scarecrow. Get out of here. Come on. What? Shoo, Who? get out of here. I say who said that? Who's there? Recti sets the the donkey down. Who's there? Who? What what noise is that? Rex! Rex is it's me Nevers! Neville! Why my eyes haven't gazed upon you in ten years! Oh well I've seen you. I've definitely seen you around. What are you what are you doing up upon that that's uh small scaffolding? Ah well just doing my job, doing this is my career. Your career? I'm a human scarecrow. Halfling Hef- scarecrow. Well, you were, uh, last I saw you, you were aspiring to be part of the the princess's royal theater. Oh, yeah, as usual, a bit of a setback. When me, me old love dad, he drowned in a bit of porridge. Oh, no. Yeah, so I didn't make it to the to the princess's performers, but, you know, uh, this is kind of a performance. Ah, uh, well, it's a shame to hear about the passing of Cyrus Shortpants, but... <sighs> Just even hearing his name gets me a little, little It almost up. looks like you've heard it for the first time. You've <laughs> tried not to think of him much, huh? <laughs> I try, try. But, uh, yeah, Rex, is so great seeing you. I was thinking maybe we could get a pint or something at the local pub. Sure, what time do you get off work? Ah... Uh, We'll get off about, I don't know, maybe seven, get uh, in the new, and then I started about 7.30 for the next shift, um, so. Well, that's fine because I will already be in bed by then. Oh, I see, I see. You see, I wake up quite early these days. Well, uh, what, are you, what have you been doing? Rising in the, in the princess's guard, I see. Yes, indeed, second sword, in fact. <gasps> oh, Rex. That means there's only one sword between me and <sighs> First sword. That's far too many swords, as far as I'm concerned. Well, For a guy like you, Rex, oh boy, you should be—you should be the head of the princess's guard. Well, you're one to talk. Look at you. You always wanted to be an actor, and now look at you. Here I am, pretending a, to be a halfling scarecrow. Here I 
am pretending. This is the perfect ste step stepping stone for you to get into the royal theater. Literally, I'm on a stepping stone right now. <laughs> yes, that's what I was referring to. Yes, oh, yeah, Ricks. Ah, oh, boy, it's just like old times being back. What, hey, what brings you out to the field here? Well. Cast your eyes, you must have seen it. Cast your eyes, north, northeast. Oh, no, I'm not paid to look that far ahead. <laughs> I'm paid to look here. This is the first time seeing that, but oh, I yeah, see. yeah, I see there's quite a bit of smoke out there. Not just any smoke. By, by your eyes, what color is that smoke? Purple, yes. Yeah, I would say, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say it's a bit of a magenta. I would say it's a bit of a lilac. Indeed. Yeah, in the in the actor's profession, we have a wide spectrum of colors. Mm. So you always yeah. use such flowery, artistic language. <laughs> Sometimes you get a little bit of a beat, a little bit of beat up for it. Though you recall, say, uh, does this job of you? Uh, do you take any breaks? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know. Usually I just do a bit of, of a, the old mind palace break, but I suppose I, I could tell. Are you asking? I was going to say, would you like to come with me? We're almost to the smoke. Maybe we should check it out together and we should continue catching up on old times. Why, in fact, there's just a mound of grass here that maybe we could just stick up to the to the poles on which you, you balance yourself that maybe no one will notice that you have stepped away for a moment. This this cuts to Neville's core because, of course, the idea that he could be Swaggle. easily slighted and mm -hmm. replaced by a mound of grass. But gosh, this is his best friend, his hero. Rexy. Rexy. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's a good joke. That's a good joke. Yeah, I think it'd be a good joke to to oh to put the grass up. I think it'd be a good yeah. Have a good laugh with the boys. So I should the grab pub. the grass or? Yeah, I think we could do that. It'd okay. Be, it, I mean, it, yeah, it'd be a just good grab joke. some of this here, and it look this just looks exactly like an arm. And oh, I do this. Yeah. And this one here, and maybe a stone that looks somewhat like a nose. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Looks like a. Your yeah. sculpture's awful. <laughs> But the but the crows are scattered. Yeah, they're just yeah, there they go. There they fly. What do you think yeah. of? Uh, what do you think? Uh, we we shan't be too long. I'd hate to uh, pull you away from your responsibilities. So, what say you and I hurry over towards the smoke? Let's do it. All right, just give me a moment. Find the donkey. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, let's proceed. Jeez, Rex, you still doing thousand push-ups a day? Indeed. Are you are you jogging along too? Are you or are you just walking uh yeah, it's pace. a it's a quick pace okay. it's a trot yeah yeah it's a trot how fits neville well standing all his day. muscles practically atrophy from standing all <laughs> mm -hmm. day uh so like veal. do you not <laughs> even get tied up there are you standing the whole I, time i stand i no i, I no ties are no ties are necessary oh. my employer the farmer he offered to tie me but i said no no worries um so yeah neville is a bit he's struggling a little bit to keep up with with Rex, as he called Rex, is the nickname he calls him. I say, Neville, how are you holding up back there? Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying. Perhaps if I, I mean, I know you're carrying the donkey, but perhaps if I could ride it, I could keep up with you. Wow, that's a wondrous idea. Sure, hop on. <laughs> and then he takes Neville and then puts Neville on top of the donkey on top of him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Let's away. Here we go. Does the donkey have a name? Say, Rex, this donkey, he reminds me a bit of one of those blokes that would give me a bit of a hard time in prep school. Remember those fellas? 
Bulbous Barnaby. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of that Barnaby character, all right. Yes. Especially the big side. Yes. What do you say? What do you say? We, he's got a name? Yes, Bulby. <laughs> that's, a good, Bulby? that's a good one, Rick. Bulby, yes. Sexier, funnier than ever. Well, it was your idea. I hadn't thought of it, but it's looking at it now, I do see how well, it is very similar. It was clearly your idea. Similar. I don't have ideas. I don't have ideas. Oh, give yourself some credit. Who came up with the idea to stand in the middle of a field and keep the birds away? Well, farmer. I guess I did. I guess I did. The farmer wanted me to shovel pig shit, and I said, <laughs> hey, I could stand there. It's genius in my mind. Oh, Rex, it's so good to be back together again, reunited old chums. It's great being around friends. But I need to. we need to get this done quickly because I need to get back to the castle. You're right. For every moment I'm away is almost as endangered as the field becomes with you not on your scarecrow's post. Correct. The amethyst smoke awaits. <laughs> there are no birds in the field anymore. They're all scared of your... Your sculpture, but they could come back at any time. <laughs> True, Bobbins. So you've been at the wreck. They, they're you know farting around in the field. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you've been investigating the wreck. When you first approach, you, you see snapped trees from a distance. A sailing ship has crashed, like a, a a ship you would imagine is in the water, but is in the middle of the trees in the, in the forest, at kind of the rim at the top of the the northern end of the valley. What devilry is this? Trees and planks from the, from the ship are cracked in two. Trees are uprooted and scattered. Behold, the ship is kind of dug into the ground. It's a hundred foot kind of uh, scar on the ground, like something landed and mm-hmm. then kind of slowly came to a, a stop. Uh, the ship is the ship's wood is stained dark black, and the wreck is smoking purple. I know these woods like the back of my own hand, and this is new. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I take a moment with that thought. That this hasn't been here forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Po- po- I confirm that it has not, that this is new. Does Pogo roll its eyes? <laughs> no, <laughs> not that I can see. Did you ever narrate to Pogo? Yeah, oh yeah, this is all, all, any internal monologue is spoken to Pogo. Yeah, as just a general rule for me. But only in clicks, like. Yeah, so I'm just constantly. That's the only language he understands, correct? Yes. Yeah. So what do you do when you approach? Oh, well, I make my clicking noise and I <laughs> indicating to tell Pogo to take a look and just confirm one last time that this was not here yesterday. And I, then I begin my own investigations into the ship. All right, like what are you what are you investigating? I'm investigating the trajectory of the the scar through the forest. It's east to west. Okay, I've, so I've done that. I've <laughs> investigated that. Uh I just walk around. The, I'm walking around the ship. I'm trying to figure out what the hell this thing is doing in my forest. Okay. You know, wood is shattered everywhere. The, the masts are cracked. Uh, the sails are purple and red. You actually you see a trail of footprints uh, leading back eastward. I shout out, "Hello! Is anyone aboard?" You get nothing. Nothing. You go inside. I, yeah, I go inside. Okay, so you're you're inside the crash. You actually see um, bones, like human humanoid-looking bones, but they're gigantic. Like the creature would be like 15, 20 feet tall. So the like just like the femur bones are taller than you. I got. I hold one up and I say, "Yes, this is taller than me." <laughs> um, and about that time, 
um, you kind of looking around, you find a, a plank of wood, maybe like four feet long. I guess about the size. Of I you. sniff it. <laughs> you sniff it. It's it's floating in the air, actually, about three three feet up in the air. I walk around and under it and attempt to jump over it. <laughs> when you when you go under it, you actually see a little lock box, like a treasure box, is underneath the plank of wood, and that's what's kind of floating and holding the wood up. I grip it in my hand so as to hold it. <laughs> so you can kind of pull it close to you. That's what I do. <laughs> if uh, you've got it gripped in your hands, if, if you like shift your weight on top of it, you would actually start floating as well. How big is this box? Um, yeah, yeah. Like a foot maybe? All right, yeah, that's what I do. I, I want to open it. I, I attempt to okay. open it. Roll a skill check. In Fave, what you will do is when you're acting upon the world, you will do an ability check. So you'll roll a d20 and try and get under that ability's defense. So in this case, you're doing a skill-based check. Yep. So you'll roll a 20 and try and get under your skill defense. Got it. Which is... 14. 14. So roll the 20 and try and get under 14. If you want to get it on the camera, that would be appreciated. <sighs> God damn it. 19. It 19. All right. So yeah, you're fucking with the lock uh, and you can't, you can't quite get it. I don't know how you try and unlock the box. Uh, well, I I kind of just like pry at it with my bare hands, and then I, to Pogo, request that he attempt with his claws to get into the key, but to no avail. He kind of just skitters. So you're telling around. me Pogo serves no purpose? Interesting. No, 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 no. I well, you'll you'll figure it. You'll find out later how so valuable just how valuable he, he is. He puts Pogo me. up his butt. Pogo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're gonna learn. An animal can hold many different <laughs> skills and values. Pogo climbs into the knots and trees and digs out the maggots for him to <laughs> eat. <laughs> Same time and during the winters, sure. Gosh, I do hope we get to a point where you have to eat Pogo and you weep and you I, weep as you slay him. Happening. That shan't be happening. Um, and, and just at that time, actually, you know, a little later than you, since mm-hmm. you're like first and most on top of everything, just a little bit later, uh, Neville and Sir Narrowstar arrive. And I slink into the shadows. Bulbo. Bulbo. Our donkey. Oh, Bulbo the donkey, yes. Mm-hmm. Are they still up on your back? Indeed. Okay. So at, at this point, you have like traveled up to the like top of the valley walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've gone switchbacks maybe like a thousand feet up. Or yeah. Six, seven hundred feet up. Seems pretty standard for me. Okay. In fact, I may have found myself here even if it wasn't for the purple smoke. Or what kind of, what color smoke? Yeah, it's, ugh, I mean, I would say it's as beautiful as the night sky. See? That's, there you have it's it. It's purple. No skill check for me. <laughs> I just hoist this shit up. So uh, you, you guys make it, start to make it to a clearing. Before you quite get to the clearing, you see some snapped trees and stuff. But then you, you take in this view, too, of a, a black sailing ship purple smoke because it's on fire a little bit, um, but trees are broken and you, you come onto this view for the first time. I don't do know what do you're I, as a member of the Royal Guard, recognize anything about this ship? You don't. And that's actually not good because um, the Golden Valley, it's, you know, it's, it's an idyllic place. Weird, crazy shit doesn't happen very often. Like I said, like a, a big gourd is like, that, that's a really great May. We have no diplomacy. You just like there's there's not there there aren't a lot of neighbors. Okay. It, it's a pretty isolated place. Strange stuff doesn't happen here yeah. very often. We bus our homeless to nearby cities. <laughs> oh really? Beautiful. <laughs> there are no homeless halflings. Oh yeah, well, because they have they extra bustle. holes. Right. I yeah, guess I am a homeless them. halfling. <laughs> oh, by choice. Though. Yeah, yeah. What the heck, Ricks? Yes, indeed. The seven hells have they wrought upon the lands in which we live. I've never seen nothing like this in my life. I'm so I'm so glad I'm here with you because you were brave. 
brave man be the palest kid. Indeed, and I with you, equally brave uh, fellow friend. Wow. Well, help, let me hoist this donkey off from upon my shoulders. Careful now, getting down softly. Maybe we should take a closer look. And then black sails are never a good sign. What does the black sail mean? It's generally bad. Oh, it's bad. Stepping out of the ship, I approach them and say, indeed, this was not here before. Halt! <laughs> what are you, pirate? <laughs> pirate? Yes, what are you? What have you done with this black-sailed ship that you've wrought upon our land? This is not my ship. Can you not see I am one of you? I mean, I can see you are small or standard size. <laughs> <laughs> but this bone? I can see that you find are- Find this standard size, my do you? God, that bone is massive. Exactly it's a feet of a said. big bone. It is bigger than us. I've checked. So you, uh, brave uh, you young Bobbins, You would definitely know him. There, there's yeah, we just, oh, we there's only a few other. hundred people in your village. Perhaps you didn't recognize me as I am covered Pull in Pull back your cowl and let me and see you upon your face. I put up my cowl. <laughs> and I pull it back. Ah, Bobbins. Of course you would be here first. What a, how do I feel about Bobbins? How do you feel about Bobbins? You know, why don't you roll a, a d6? Cool. We'll roll for your... Oh, oh my. A four. You ate him. <sighs> what number could it have been? <laughs> I don't know okay. what happened in your past, but something happened. Right, right, right. You. He uh, also doesn't like you, but for a different reason. Mm-hmm. Bobbins? Neville? My goodness, you two must know each other. Well, we shan't get into that now. We must focus on this. Bobbins, you are a man of the forest and Indeed. the only person in this entire kingdom that gets up around the same time I do. Possibly Probably earlier. Probably after. No, I'm a Possibly bit, I'm, I take an early turn as well. Or arguably after. Oh, do you, do you voluntarily crucify yourself early in the morning as well? Not as well, that's your job, right? You crucify yourself. No, it is I think, not like, a crucifixion. Like, I am a bird water offer. That is what I do. It looks like you've just chosen to have yourself crucified All for six right. hours a day. It's, but it who am I to say? Listen, it's, I'm glad the two of you are familiar because the three of us are going to have to get to the bottom of this. This is, appears to be where the purple smoke has come from, and yes, uh, uh, sh some sort of black-sailed ship has crashed upon us. Have you, have you discovered anything? I know you have a sense for uh, investigation. I initially discovered, through my own knowledge of this forest, this wood, that this ship is something new to the wood. Oh, yes. I How make a amazing. noise. <laughs> I make How a noise. amazing. What a discovery. I, I signal to Pogo to climb up Neville's pants <laughs> and there wreak havoc. Oh, no. But the pants are so short. <laughs> There's so little material. Where's he going? Neville, please calm down. We must get to the. What have you investigated on this? Number on this one, show? this bone. I have found is larger you the bone. than yes, either indeed. of us. Yes, indeed. It's a femur. <laughs> Secondly, do I know that? That yeah. appears to be okay. a well, femur. It is a femur. Yeah. Secondly, the strange chest. Where, which which is, I have been unable to open. Let me, let, let me have a look at this chest here. <laughs> Not a professional handle it. Neville, huh? uh, care to take a look at this chest while I continue looking around the rest of this ship? Uh, Here, see if you can get go this Go ahead, open. Neville. Uh, 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 all right. 
so it's, it's floating about at your eye height. It's like a little a little black box. There's a little ornate filigree around it, but it's nothing special. Let's see. I I'm gonna pull out my spyglass. Okay. And then there's a lock on it. Mm-hmm. And then take my spyglass, hold it right up to the lock, and kind of like look in and see what I can deduce from the the gears inside the lock, the inner workings of the lock. Is that how spyglass works? <laughs> That's how Neville's using it in this situation. It's a reverse spyglass. <laughs> Uh, Neville, if you'll also do a skill yes. ability check so when we roll. So I to roll beneath 11. Yes. A magnifying glass. Me and Pogo both kind of go. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's Uh-oh. a 13. Failed. So <laughs> you actually think you've divined some secret from staring at the lock and then try to go at it with like Is a little. Is the spyglass backwards? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you would try and unlock uh, yeah. a lockbox. Like, what do you? What does Neville I, have on him? Like I probably, I probably use like, um, yeah, like one of my like. I probably have some pin on myself from pinning myself my my clothes to the to the human or the halfling scarecrow crucifix or whatever that I try to use that. But um, you know, I say Neville, use one of the nails by which you nail yourself to, the, to your cross. <laughs> it's not way. nails. It's a system of pins. It's a system of pins that I use, mm-hmm. so I take one of the pins. Uh, all right, okay, here we go. I think I've, I'm working it, I'm working it here. All right, all right. I, d- I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> I tried, I didn't get it, it didn't open. It must be a very complicated lock then. I say it must be. That's okay. Perhaps we can bring it back uh, with us and allow some of the maesters to examine it. Of course, the maesters. They will probably have answers. It may be for the best that neither of you chose not to open it, for we don't know its contents <laughs> yeah. inside, and I think correct. it was an excellent decision on both of your parts. I sensed danger and chose to leave it be. I I defer to a, to a maester's will, Rix, is yes. correct. Is there anything else we can investigate upon this ship? You, so you saw the giant dead skeleton and a trail leading back to the east. I don't know if he told you about the trail. Oh yeah, Sir Neostar. I wonder, have you seen these tracks? Or was it only my keen tuned forest eye that noticed them. Despite my uh, penchant for observation and suspicious activity, I did not see them. You must have <laughs> truly a skill. You must speak the language of this wood. Indeed I do. Wow, yes, I see them now. What do you think they mean? I invest, I'd like to investigate the tracks. Are they giant tracks? Are they regular size tracks? Do you tracks? still taste the tracks like you used to? Indeed I do. With your I... tongue? And what so does there was some me? tepid water. Um... <laughs> I knew, I knew. <laughs> There's a couple of tracks. Some of them are little, little tiny, little feet that would be maybe a creature, uh, an animal, or okay. something uh, that's much smaller than you. It's got three toes, mm-hmm. and then there are much larger footmarks, like footpat, like in, I, in the mud, like a, I, I larger take, than a halfling. Like they would be human size. I take the bone, and I hold it against the large foot, and I'm trying to see if it would work to match the size. So just then, the skies above you darken. Uh, Something up in the air is blocking the sun and casting a massive shadow over you. Above, you you look to see what's covering uh, the sun, and breaking through the clouds, you see a 200-foot-long sailing battleship cutting through the skies. It's got um, similar dark black wood, purple and black sails. It's it's swift, but not like too, too fast. It's about 10 miles an hour. It's it's sailing. Still don't recognize it? You don't recognize it at all. Rix! Rix! Are you seeing this, or is it one of old Neville's imaginings? No, it appears to be truly happening, Neville. And you observed it first. Oh, that I did, I suppose. I, I smelled something. 
probably before. I don't doubt that you did. Yeah, I smell a bit of a rubbish coming from you. That's what I smell. So the battleship sails above you and then kind of descends down uh, into the valley really quickly, and heading right towards the center of the valley where the, the castle is. You guys are right on the, ed- the, the lip edge of this valley, so you can kind of see down into it. Is it affecting the fields at all, the crops? Oh yeah, yeah. So it, it gets low enough that uh, it's kind of creating a wake, like a boat boat would. It's rippling through. Does it? Through does it the just wheat. just absolutely eviscerate the stand that Neville <laughs> was on, like shattering it? <laughs> Neville sees this and he just. <sighs> that was your good stand too. That was. I had. I had asked for months to get upgraded to that stand. Also, the idea that if Neville were still there. Neville would have been obliterated. <laughs> would not have left his post. I mean, it's a massive ship. It, it would have, you would have just oh, no. evaporated. Yeah. So yeah, how, how do y'all react to this ship flying over you and down into your valley? This the, the ship is headed directly for our kingdom, for the keep. What do we do? What do we do? We must hurry back. After it. Boggins, you must come with us because there's information that you can glean from this situation. I don't feel that any other halfling could. Perhaps there is. I will come with you. Neville? You're most likely to convey to a maester the true ways to figure out what's inside this box. Indeed, sometimes a simpleton's mind. To assess, to assess the damage done to our wheat field, there is no better person. <laughs> I agree, Rex, and I'll do my scared face. I'll show him how, oh, we should be really concerned. This is very scary. I'll do that. Yes, and we shall discuss it further along the road right. because we have a long way to go. Bobo! Upon my shoulders. Pogo, upon mine. I'll do a tumble. I'll do a bit of a tumble down the hill <laughs> to get you up. Let us away, quickly. All right, so y'all, t- y'all take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cloaks flowing in the wind. I'm just, I'm rolling. I'm picking up debris, <laughs> leaves, dirt as I roll. In doing this, you actually level up in your rolling Ooh, ability. Okay. So you have a tumbling skill now. Add that Where you here. tuck into a roll. Tumbling, all right. Tumbling. You guys make it down to the valley floor, and you still you see the ship. Not it hasn't made it too much further ahead of you, but um, it's tossing fire and smoke and shooting arrows, and and you know spears are flying out into the into the fields and after people and their homes, and you see some fields and homes starting to catch fire. But you've you've made it to the main road that would take you. So there's a little river kind of cutting through the valley, and there's a road that goes alongside it that leads right to the castle. My God, it's an attack! Is there anyone around? The farmer that employs Neville to be Scarecrow is uh, furiously trying to pat out a fire. Oh no, it's all, it's all Farmer Fudwagon. He's going to be so mad when he sees that Neville's left his station. Farmer Fudwagon. Oh yeah? Have you noticed someone missing from your fields, neglecting their duties? What are you doing? Bargains, there isn't time for this now. Um, uh, never mind. We'll, I will we'll speak of this later. Uh, tell me what is happening. What what devilry comes from the skies? We we're being attacked from the heavens. What are we gonna do, Scenario Star? What are we gonna do? Calm yourself, kind farmer. You are in good hands. For Neville, completely was very observant of this situation taking place. Neville, is that you? I thought you were smashed to bits. Uh, uh no, Farmer Fodwagon. Uh, Rix is right. I was very diligent. I perceived the threat upon your field, and I. Activated, and I went to identify but, the threat in. So you abandoned your station? Indeed. If I may, Farmer, it would appear to me that Neville uh, prevented much further damage to your fields by 
um, narrowly redirecting the ship in a way that uh, prevented further uh, destruction. Okay. And I assure you that from the coffers of the king, we shall reimburse you for everything lost, including uh, poor Neville's uh, stand. The stand. I gave you that apple crate for your new stand. Uh, the king has promised an even finer apple crate, okay. uh, uh, farmer. We will still be docking your pay. Uh, understandable. Very good. Understandable. Very good. I just, uh, Neville is so relieved. He just, he shoots, he shoots a, a look at Rex. He's so grateful. He's so grateful. Farmer, we will be in touch with you. I assure you, we will send a messenger. For now, we must figure out what this invader is doing to our poor village. Please save our land. If you can do anything to spread the word, tell the others out in the in the, in the fields to protect their crops and, and arm themselves. We don't know what this means. Farmer, Farmer Footwagon, I will send word amongst the crows. Cuckoo, cuckoo. So a, a couple of crows come and land. I speak the old tongue. Okay. <laughs> what are you telling the crows? I say, feathered foes, although we are usually not in an alliance, we must for once take up arms together. Alert your feathered friends. There is a danger disturbing our land. It picks us all. Halfling and animal, creature of the sky, creature of the land, creature of the water. We must all be known. Tell them. Tell them of this force in the sky. Tell them now. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> They go after some of the hay that's still oh, on the Oh, dang clothing. it! Come they, start, on. They, start, no. they start taking your hat. Come on, no, stop! You gotta tell everyone! I'm serious! It's not a goof, it's not a goof! If it wasn't obvious already, it's clear that Neville has, has great insight and could be of great use to us at the keep. Do I have your permission to allow Neville to come with us to report further information to the king? As, as long as you're okay with me docking your pay today. Yes, my best friend Rex needs me. What is his pay, farmer? Three coppers. It's more than I expected. (laughs) Annually. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I expected. Excellent, we must away. Hurry, if we can catch up to it, perhaps we can lasso it. You're you're excellent with a bow, yes? Of course. Maybe I have a rope. (laughs) You could tie my rope and try and fire a uh, fire a shot that we could attach ourselves to the ship. A fine idea. And I do so. You, so you're firing an arrow at the ship. Mm. So you, you got to catch up with it first. It's, yeah, it's kind oh, of, okay. It, it's okay. further ahead of you. And so you fire an arrow at the ship? Yeah, well, first I... Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do this. Uh, do, do a skill check for me. Uh, wait, as you take aim, do your eyes turn into the eyes of a hawk? I go cross-eyed. Oh, well. <laughs> I, that works. <laughs> Sweet. Right? Under yeah, skill? That was, that was two under your 14 skill. It succeeds. All right. So, yeah, you're, you fire an arrow that's got a rope attached to it. Yes. And it, it hits, lands right on that black ship. A rope that I have attached to Neville's ankle. Oh, no. So, Neville's upside down. It was the easiest. It seemed best at the time. Bobbins, what the heck are you doing? What the heck? Is somebody grab me? Grab me! I'm gonna get flooded away! Neville, climb to the top and tell us what you see! Neville, can you make your way up the rope? I am a natural climber, I think. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, give it a I'll give it an attempt. Do I need to... Yeah, do a, do a roll under uh, brawn. Oh no. That's what is it? 
It's not stopping. <laughs> three. three. Oh, yeah, that, that hits. Oh! While upside down, bend upward to untie your ankle and start climbing up the rope. You know, it's on the underside, or kind of maybe the, the, the side underside of the ship. The shot wasn't that great. Um, as you're kind of climbing up, you see maybe uh, where there's a hole in the side of the ship, you see a few little heads poke out. At least these heads are the creatures. They're they're like lizard looking. Mm-hmm. Um, they look a little bit different. Some of them have maybe more amphibian features. Some have like a turtle shell head or like a dinosaur feature or something. So they're all these like reptilian amphibian creatures and they're, they're smaller than you, like smaller than the halflings. So maybe about two feet tall. Um, but you see them pop out and you hear a little bit of chatter and then a couple of them start coming out of the side of the ship and climbing down uh, to the top of the rope that you're on. Would I have time to take up my face paint slash makeup and quickly paint myself to resemble their kind? Do a skill check. <laughs> While hanging from And you guys are, ch- I'm guessing, like right under the ship chasing after it? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> that would be my charm, maybe? But... It doesn't matter because I rolled a 14 and my it's 12. Oh, it's over. Okay. Yeah. So you you pull out your makeup kit and drop the brush, the the applicator brush. Oh, dang it. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Like watching Neville try and apply makeup on this rope as well, these creatures are kind of coming down. Weird. A perfect shot. <laughs> it was a, an excellent shot indeed, Boggins. It could have been perhaps a bit closer to the top of the ship, and I'm still uncertain about tying Neville's ankle to the base of the rope, but regardless, we must see if we can get ahead. We must move faster to see if we can reach the keep because it appears to be headed directly for the castle. Do a brawn check for me for your speed. Both of us? Uh, yeah. I fail. Oh. I succeed. Yeah, so, um, Narrow Star starts to get ahead and his his superior uh, body is, in know, all way. of his training is really paying mm. off now as he's pushing his body to the, after carrying a donkey several miles up a mountain. He's in peak condition right now and, and just outpacing you. Um, you're keeping up, but... Perhaps I'd do better from the shadows. I slink into the awning of the house, but I keep moving as fast Boggins, as I Boggins, do you need me to carry you? No, no, no. That won't be necessary. I can carry you, Boggins. It won't be necessary, but if you were to carry me, would you tell the others? Of course not. Heavens no. Hmm. It'd be between you and I. I look at Pogo and share a nod, <laughs> which is also meant to indicate to you that I, All right. pride will not allow me to say yes, but... Boggins up! <laughs> how, do, how do you... Is it like a piggyback? Are you up over his shoulder? Well, while, yeah, while, while he's doing the nod thing, Boggins just grabs him right by the seat of his pants, just hoists him up, and he does like an over-the-top thing, landing on the on the shoulders. I act as if I was gonna do a cool trick with an arrow, but then once I'm up there, I, I kind of look around, see that no one's watching, and I... Yeah, yeah. But once, once we're really moving, people just start coming out of the village to see what's going on, and, and they all see, they all see. <laughs> and, and, but I'm shouting, I'm, I'm don't look at us! Look away! Look away! I don't want you to see Boggins resting upon my shoulders. Not me, it's someone else. <laughs> you can't tell. I'm Boggins, you are pretty lucky. People are uh, generally a little distracted with their fields and, and barns and whatnot getting set aflame. And, you know, a, a few of them are actually fighting off these little um, 
reptile creatures. Am I able to climb down the rope? Mm-hmm. Like, are are the enemies above me on the rope? Yes. So they were above you on the rope. The ship is made, it's flown over the village where most people's homes are and is approaching the castle. And you're hanging from the rope that's attached to an arrow and the, the little gunt, pre- um, they're called gunts, the little lizard creatures are climbing down, coming after you. And they're, they're chattering at you, trying to, you don't understand their language, but yeah. they're trying to shit talk to you. Well, I, I imagine I still have my scarecrow gloves on, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna slide down the rope. Okay. Um, and hope, so. it, am I far from the ground? You're, you're probably about 20 feet from the ground. Um, but you do see uh, Narrow Star and, and uh, Boggins not too far behind you. Okay. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna slide down the rope. There's a little water wheel in the river uh, that's also kind of coming up ahead that you see. Um, so they're behind you running, but there might be another thing you could jump onto. So I slide down the rope and then toward the bottom, and then I see the water wheel in the river up ahead. And I don't usually like water. Um, As you know, my father died. He drowned in a bowl of porridge. Um, Mm -hmm. So I try to avoid liquids. So you hold that against water. Pardon? You hold that against water. I hold it against all liquids. But I need to get out of the situation. Rex depends on me. So I slide down the rope and then I try to aim so I can jump and land on the water wheel with the intention that I will do kind of a a treadmill run on the water wheel. <laughs> do I need to yeah, roll yeah, for do, that? Yeah, uh, yeah, a skill check for the jump. So it's a nine, so that, that lands. Cool. So you, you kind of swing the rope a little bit just as, as the guns are about to get you. You're swinging using your your motion and and let go, land right on top of that water wheel, and then do a, a brawn check for me to see that you're like keeping up with the running pace that the, um, uh-oh. Fails. <laughs> so, but but you, you land on the top of that water wheel and for just a moment, you have the same pace as the water wheel. And I'm but screaming, you- I'm screaming, Ricks, Ricks, lizard people, there's lizard people, Ricks, Ricks, lizard people. You're keeping up with the pace of the water wheel for just a moment. But then you you can't quite keep up with the speed, so you start slowly coming down. Are you sure Neville doesn't get caught and then <laughs> keep going get around, spun around in it a couple times before being <laughs> That's clear. absolutely what happens. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> eh, I'm being spun around. I'm caught Is in the it, wheel. <laughs> and then you're back on top. Help! So, um, the guns jump after you. The three of them that were after you. One lands in the river. Um, one actually gets squashed by the water wheel, but one lands on top and starts going leaping with the Oh, they've got a natural aquatic advantage. Help, <laughs> help, help. Can I attempt to shoot them? Yeah. Shoot that one? Yeah. I, I do so. I pull my longbow from the back of Sir Narrow Star. And I, with my keen eye, I wait for my moment and loose my bow. <laughs> right on. So um, to attack, you'll roll a 20, add your... This would be a skill bonus that you would add uh, because it's a ranged weapon. And then you're trying to beat the armor class of the guns, which is not much. All right, so I think 16. Yes, yeah. yeah. I add my bonus to that. Okay, yeah, 16. Cool. Um, And then you roll damage. 20? D20? D6. All right, so you're you're on top of of Sir Narrow Star. Oh, yes, very much so. Loose your arrow. Yep. And... 
three. You do get the gun, and so if you want to describe oh. how you murder it, but it's going around on the wheel chasing after Neville. Um. Yeah, and leading because. Uh, yeah, of course, lead. Yeah, okay. that goes without saying. The audio listeners, he was tracking the. the <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm, in a cir- I'm circular, His and I wait for exact. Entirely crossed. <laughs> it's fully crossed, and I wait so that he is right at the like the the height of crest. the wheel, yeah. the crest, so that when he is shot, which goes right through his eyes, it's a perfect Ooh. shot. Mm-hmm. He sails as far as possible nice. from the momentum perfect of the Perfect shot, but did you roll a perfect roll? It does good not matter. Okay. He murdered it. All right. It is dead, is it not? <laughs> again, I saved you. Again, I've saved you. <laughs> What's skin. happening to Neville? What is happening to Neville? So the um, you're getting kind of chased around the water wheel by this gunt, uh, and you see an arrow. Just You have no idea where it came from, but right through the eye, carries the thing off the water wheel. It flies 20 feet and uh, splats on the ground. You're still kind of in the water wheel a little bit. I don't know what you're trying, if you're trying to escape, if you want want to run onto the roof or get out into the water. Run to the roof of what? The, the water wheel house. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think I'll make a, a jump or a attempt to yeah, get you, onto that, okay. that house. Uh, you can do that, you don't okay. need to roll for that. So you're out on the roof and you, you see your friends running by. I don't know if, if you're bragging. I say, need any more help? Not from the likes of you, it's for sure. You'd be dead if it wasn't, so. A little gratitude. Pardon? It goes a long way. Pardon? I saved you. I saved your life. The ship's going off towards the castle. A simple stone castle sits up atop a rocky rise at the center of the valley. The castle's built up onto the limestone karst that's emerging. Three towers top the castle. Vines, trees, and flowers grow across the walls and through the structure like a magnificent garden. The flying man-of-war battleship circles the castle three times, shooting arrows, throwing spears. A large anchor launches from the battleship and grapples onto the western tower. The ship starts to slow and sort of docks itself on the tower as the sails drop. You can't really make it out, but you see a large figure jump from the ship to the castle top, and then you see a bunch of other figures uh, kind of rolling down ropes must be something. They're climbing down onto the tower. Um, you also see a figure floating from the ship to the castle top. I'm sure you, are you guys pursuing? Immediately your... making our way into the keep. Okay. So you um, start to see some black smoke pour from castle windows. Parts of the, uh, the wall garden are starting to catch fire and blacken and burn That's away. smoke. Something is burning. Rex, what's happening? We're under attack. Where's the rest of the palace guard? They must be fighting up th- up there. I should be with them. And, and I should be with you, because we're best mates. Well, after the display I saw just then, you two might be the most heroic heroes I've ever uh, managed to fight alongside. I nod. <laughs> and I say, I think you mean three. And I look over at Pogo on my shoulder. Indeed, Pogo. And you too, Bulbo. <laughs> As you near the castle's drawbridge, a flash of purple light lights up the sky above you, and a body falls from the top of the tower and splat lands on the drawbridge right in front of you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No screams at the sight of it. 
you recognize the guardsmen because you see their their delivery. Narrow Star recognizes the Zero Sword, the captain of the order, for some notable feature on him that you would know that I don't. Well, it would be his crested his his crested blade. Okay. Uh, uh, Falchion that he carried with him at all times. And he's, he's still got it in his left hand. Indeed. The Zero Sword is uh, clearly dying. He, he's smashed to bits. He reaches out and he goes, Please, Aerostar, you must save her. And he reaches, he reaches his hand out and then falls dead. Captain! Captain! What's happening? Is the princess... Is the princess in danger? Captain! Captain! And at this point, he's just shaking meat. Like, it's just <laughs> bits are falling apart. I reach down and caress his his cheek, and I say, Grieve later, friend. The princess needs us. Indeed. And then make our way past the drawbridge. Sweet. Um, and so by the time you make it into the castle, a, a battle has occurred. You know, there's, there's dead halfling guardsmen. There's not a lot of guardsmen in the order, but there's a few, some villagers that have pitchforks and uh, a bunch of dead gunts around. Montague! <laughs> Percival! <laughs> Dartmouth! <laughs> Terry! <laughs> Greg! <laughs> um, you, you make your way into the keep and you know, rooms are ransacked. There's you know dead creatures everywhere. You, you're trying to make it somewhere in particular. Yeah, we're trying to make it to the top, to the princess's, to the princess's, uh, bedroom. You head upstairs. Uh, you know, there's fire kind of spreading around the castle. You make it to her bedroom, and, and you find uh, no princess, but you find uh, two gunts kind of rummaging through her stuff, and they've got, they look like they're looting, but they're grabbing, they, maybe they don't know what wealth is, so they're grabbing stupid shit, like a, a comb and like dresses well, or, Neville- or a pillow. Neville's never been in a lady's quarters before. And it's, it's immaculate. He's actually a little bit bashful being <laughs> in here, but then he sees these these gunts, gunt, you said gunt. these gunts going through the princess's intimate drawers, and he's, it, it fills him with an ire because he doesn't like when when ladies are disrespected. Okay. He's, hey, hey you, get you get your filthy mitts out of the princess's knickers. All right, get, it, get your filthy mitts out of there. Okay, get your mitts. I'm sure there's some guys like like this one over here. He points at, uh, what's your name, Bobbins? Bobbins. He points at Bobbins and says, I see just some perverts like this one over here. But this is a lady's quarters. Get your hands out of there. <laughs> I, I put my arm out in front of Neville and say, the princess is not here. So I've done my investigation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've concluded my investigation and she is not here. So based on that information, would you do something about these looters or would you continue on into the castle? Army in her quarters. Yeah, you're like in her room. Yeah. Which is right next to a stairwell that leads other places. I take out my slingshot. Okay. I'm, all, I'm all worked up. I take out my slingshot. I have a little rock. In, I always keep the rocks in my pocket. Uh-huh. Take one of the rocks in my pocket and I... Shoot it! I shoot at at the looters. Okay, roll roll twenty. Oh yeah, that's a that's a nine. That that works. So this to attack, you roll a twenty and add your. Oh oh oh! Uh, I see. If it's a slingshot, you would add your skill bonus. Okay, so ten. Okay, that 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 hits. Roll for damage. Four. Nice. Ooh. You're braiding braiding the guns as they're looking through her her intimate drawer, her delicates. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, you, you startle them, actually. And one of them has some underwear flop on its head. And the other one, you bean with the, the slingshot. And that's like a killing blow. So I don't know if you do anything special. It goes in one ear and out the other. <laughs> Pulls a little bit of brain matter with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it might be the best slingshot you've ever made. On, yeah. on like a creature. You've probably never killed a creature That's before. That's what Neville is. He sees this. And at first, you know, he was all worked up because he didn't like the way that they were disrespecting the princess's things. But now he's just horrified. He goes, oh, God. Oh, God, what have I done? And it's on the ground and blood is just spreading out of its ear. <laughs> what have I done? on the floor. What have I done, Reeks? I've got to tell his family. I've got to tell his family. You've defended the honor of our princess. You did the right thing. Boggins! You must find her wherever she is. About the castle. Use your tracking skills. I do so. I sniff the air. I don't like this. What's he doing? He's smelling for it? Do I? And yeah, and I'm smelling for her perfumes, oh, no, of which I'm familiar. This is creepy. I don't While you track, I will see if I can get answers out of this last creature. It, as, as soon as um, the one that was left kind of clears some clears the panties off of his head, it turns and sprints right out of the room before you can uh, catch it. Before I can throw you, my battle axe at it. <laughs> so it's it's making it out. The roll roll uh, an attack roll for me. A battle axe, huh? I throw the battle axe. Okay. He has ten different weapons. Thirteen plus. That would be your skill bonus. Fifteen. If you're throwing it. Okay. Yeah. So that gun freaks out when it sees its 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 friend killed. By a slingshot and turns and runs runs at the door and starts to make it into a stairwell and um, roll for damage for me and we'll figure out. I have no idea what that uh, is. what the battle battle X does. It is a D10 damage. Right, yeah, roll a ten. Three, actually enough to get the gun though. Oh, and great. and and you kill it. So you you see it running out the room into some stairs and <laughs> um, it hits it lifts it enough to send it soaring and then hits it against the wall too into a into a wooden door <laughs> yeah, that it was yeah. it was going through so it's pinned through yeah. its back i don't think we're going to be able to interrogate him indeed what did you pick up boggins she's upstairs narrow star with me neville do what you will neville with me <laughs> i i am with you rexius neville quickly fetch my axe meet us upstairs uh, Neville, he can't believe he has to do his feet. Do a, do a brawn check, Neville, to see if you can, how quickly you get that. Uh... All right, yeah. Yeah, it works. Um, you get the axe out of the door, but he, it's. But, gosh, he's disgusted but by you have to it. Put your foot up. Yeah, it's on it. Let his little foot. About, he has both feet up on the wall. And he pulls it and he tumbles backward. <laughs> and, he, and when he catches the axe, it's like the blade's right between his eyes. He barely misses him. And you have you have a little splurt of blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you were pulling, it was causing its arms to move because yeah. it was in the central mm-hmm. nervous system. Yes. yes. So Boggins smelled a trail of perfume yes. leading upward? He did. Okay. Uh, so y'all head up the tower, up the tower step. You know, it's one of those spiral, windly, mm-hmm. windy staircases. And just as you make it to the top of the tower, you see uh, guardsmen and guns locked into a bloody melee. The fight is chaotic and brutal. Bones are broken and guts are spilled. The tower is covered in a writhing mass of mayhem and blood. The village forces are desperate, giving their all, pushing towards the, the docked, anchored flying ship. A giant animated skeleton, a huge armored lizard, stand above the crowd at the edge of the tower, closest to the anchored ship. Princess Daffodil is standing, her body frozen mid-action, 
but she's up in the air, maybe about 30 feet above the tower, just floating there, still and frozen. She's standing tall and strong, sword drawn, and held out in front of her in a defensive position. Uh, she's barefoot and wearing her blue and white striped pajamas. She isn't moving. She's frozen in a previous moment. Um, the only movement would be kind of wind whipping around up in the sky, moving her, her pajamas around. A brown gunt with a long pointed crocodile snout rides on the shoulders of another uh, of his friends. He looks out over the crowd and is waving his arms. His left hand, he has a megaphone. He goes, Fear the Dark Lord Modo. His fire will cleanse this land. Modo will melt your bones. He will rip your world asunder and feast on your young. Kind of like the, the bad guy's hype man is, is on this other guy's shoulder shouting terrifying shit. We're kind of just at the top of the stairs peeking out at this chaos that's happening. Neville, my axe! Ix! I go to throw it again. Okay. <laughs> Who are you throwing it at? Uh, the, the megaphone. Okay. So yeah, there, there is other stuff going on on the roof. That's kind of just what you took in for mm-hmm. a brief few seconds, like looking at it. Uh, so roll an attack. Five. Plus your skill bonus. Uh, two. Okay, so seven. So you fling your axe, and um, it just goes right past the the hype man gun, mm-hmm. and off into the distance. It goes over the side of the tower. Without a weapon, I can't do anything. If, there, if only there was something else I could throw. <laughs> Do we have anything else? Do we have anything else to throw? What do what what do we have? So um, you take a few moments to try and take in the rest of what's going on at the top of the tower. You see um, an eight foot tall reptilian humanoid with bright green scaly skin, serpentine eyes and nose, jagged yellow teeth, and fiery red hair. Um, he has these um, stegosaurus-like bony plates coming up out of his shoulders. He's got a long tail with spikes on the end. Uh, he wears inky black armor. He breathes a cone of fire across the top of the tower, uh, lighting a blaze, guardsmen and guns alike. But we're okay. We're far enough away you're, that you, we're... You are at the other end of the tower, so the, okay. cone, the cone doesn't quite get to you. Modo uh, has this rod. It's like a red, very smooth metal rod in his hand, and he waves it kind of over his head in, a, in a, more of a directional manner at his ship. And the princess starts to float from where she's kind of standing frozen above you guys. She starts to float over towards the ship and land on the bow. What's it? What's it going doing? What's he doing to the princess? They're taking the princess. He starts to climb the ship, the uh, a ladder, back to his ship, a he's rope ca- ladder. He's getting away. Bobbins, go after him. Go I do. After him. I, I I do so, and I make it clear that it's not because. I'm Never telling you, go after to. him. I'm saying the words. But I lose the... I don't hear, though. I don't, I don't hear I'm it. saying um, it. I say, you're right, Pogo. I should do something. And I take the bow and I aim for the one of the ropes on the ladder. Okay, the one that he's climbing up? Or? Yeah, the rope ladder. Like, it, right. one of the ropes attaching the rope ladder to the... Because there's two, I imagine. There's Yeah, there's a couple. There's, okay. So there's, like, the main one that had, like, a grappling hook that... It's like an anchor. I'm going for the there. one he's climbing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, roll a skill check for me. Uh-oh, that went under the couch. Maybe the <laughs> do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can get some walls or something like box to roll in. Oh. Yeah, that's like 18. You rolled an 18? No, no, so you got to roll under your Oh, then skill. I fail terribly. Okay. <laughs> you lose your arrow. I'm like, who shot that? 
it goes right past his head, but doesn't doesn't hit the rope. You know, that's a that's a pretty perfect shot you're aiming for. But uh, Moto turns around, looks at you, and smiles, and like a little bit of, of smoky fire kind of comes out of his nostrils. Now I'm mad. <laughs> we must reach the princess. Uh, she's she's floating through the air to the ship. Narrow star pulls out his shield and attempts to just barrel through the crowd to try okay. and get to any sort of thing that would... All right, do a brawn check. Roll under your brawn for me. That's under the... Is that a... Three? So. Yeah, that's well under. Three. And you're barreling towards the princess? Any, yeah, any sort of thing, the princess or any sort of attachment that still connects the ship to the okay, castle. So you- you're barreling forward with your shield. You're kind of bouncing guys left and right off of you. Um, some of them are your own guys. Some of them are on fire still. You make it to the edge of the castle where he's he's made it most of the way up the rope ladder to his ship. Mm-hmm. So then so then I grab anything that's like, because I assume there's an anchor or something mm-hmm. that's still attached. I grab it and attempt to fight it from pulling the ship away. Okay. So you reach down to grab the anchor. And uh, you see two skeleton hands also grab the anchor at the same time. Mm -hmm. And you look up and see a 15-foot tall walking skeleton. It's got four arms that's wrestling you for the anchor. Mm -hmm. It actually uses two of its extra arms, Mm -hmm. and you two are fighting over this anchor. Uh, So we got to do a contested brawn check, which would be we both roll uh, E20 and add our brawn bonus. Okay. Have at the giant skeleton! Ooh. Oh. Hey, no, sick. Oh, no, it's a nine. It's a nine. 23. Holy shit. You, you kind of fall backwards. Your momentum carries you back mm-hmm. as, as you wrench the anchor from the skeleton. Do I wrench off two of the arms that were holding it? You pull, you, you, you pull off a few finger bones. Nice, okay, cool. They're still around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You also, you, also, you notice um, an, another creature on the top of this tower that you hadn't been able to register yet. Um, it's wearing a dark blue robe, and it, it to this point it's been hard to identify because its its skin is kind of shadowy and fuzzy, and, and it, it's moving. So you haven't been known what to kind of make make of it. You watch it for a moment and notice that the humanoid shape is made of hundreds of snakes kind of acting in unison <gasps> to create uh, a humanoid that's got legs and arms. Poco, you among all creatures are most are best uh, equipped to deal with snakes. Is it Ricky Tiki Tavi? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, the snakes also like as a head it's kind of grabbing this magi- smooth magenta orb. It's kind of that acts as the head of this creature. So you send. Uh, yeah, and Pogo. with the intent that I will, uh, I, I light. Is th- there's fire everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. I I my character is oily, so I wipe a, an arrow on my face, covering it in oils, facial oils. Okay. And uh, I light it a flame. Okay. And attempt and I loose it into the the coil of snakes. Okay. Uh, After having distracted it with Pogo. Okay, roll advantage on. Well, no. Yeah, advantage on your attack roll. So, so is that two d twenties? It's a yeah two d twenties and take the highest. All right, fifteen. What am, is that, am I trying to get under or over on this? Uh, 
The attack sorry, would be yeah. over, so you add your skill bonus. Oh, okay, 19. Okay. Yeah, your arrow sinks right into the snakes. Um, but it kind of just rests there. It doesn't light in a flame? <laughs> the flame is extinguished when it kind of enters the, the snaky body. Shit. The blue snake wizard uh, holds a spell book in its, in its kind of paws. And a wave of energy erupts, uh, sending kind of dirt and dust into the sky. The world goes silent for a moment. And the melee, the melee around you, it, it stops. Uh, most all of the fighters, Gunts and Villager alike, are now frozen. Their skin and clothes and weapons have turned to stone. The spell book that the, the snake wizard was holding, it just disintegrates, flies off into the air around you. And he pops up into the air. He's kind of floating and starts to fly towards the ship. Trailing after him is a gigantic green gemstone, uh, maybe the size of a watermelon. Narrowstar recognizes the gem. This is the Godstone. It's a royal treasure of the Golden Valley. It's um, said to protect the valley and bring balance to nature. They've taken the Godstone. It's a royal treasure. My God. Yes, it protects this valley. What is uh, what is Neville doing? He's just he's still thinking about how he killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's trying to figure out how he's going to tell his family about it. And he's, he just feels really bad, I think. The hype man gun that's kind of on his friend's shoulders is, Moto will melt your bones. Flee while you still have legs, tiny creatures. Or you may prostrate yourselves before the dread lord. Surrender to his mercies. Kneel before his magnificence and beg for your souls. I walk over to Neville, and I say, look, I know we don't like each other, and I don't respect you. However, I do respect that shot you made earlier, and I think you should charge that guy. You should kill again? I think you should charge that. Look, first blood is always the hardest. From here, it will only get easier. Soon you'll be killing without second thought or remorse. You won't, you won't cry, you won't throw up the next time you'll begin to love and enjoy it. And I think right now what, what you should do is run as fast as you can at that guy. And I ne give him an encouraging pat on the ass. <laughs> Neville, um, it's not in his nature to react this way, but he's just, he's so upset by what transpired with killing that gunt, and he's so upset by Bobbins that he turns to him and he says, I hate you. I will never forgive you for what you did. We are not friends. And then he just goes berserk. And he ch he's berserking out and he charges <laughs> at the guy. So you go berserk and you, you actually you run across the tower through all these stone frozen people. You're raging. I'm biting at him. <laughs> I go up to him biting on him. So man. The, the, the hype man, he's like on top of the shoulders of, yeah. of, of another one and you start biting. I guess I'm biting the ankles of the guy that he's actually on the shoulders of. Okay. Because that's roll, as much as I can attack. reach. Seven plus. Your bonus. Two, nine. Okay, that doesn't quite get it. So you're um, you're you're gnawing at its at its shins, but it does kind of throw the. Uh, it's off the balance. It yeah. throws it throws it off the balance. So the one with the megaphone tumbles to the ground right next to you. What are you doing, Narrowstar? I'm just fighting the skeleton. 
So you, you ended I'm just up trying to you, do anything I can to prevent the ship from taking off and leaving. The uh, people on the ship, you see the sails rising up. The skeleton, he grabs two stone guns with uh, his one, his upper right and left arm, and flings them at you, uh, as if you know it was a piece of fruit or something like that. The world is acting upon you, so this would be a save. So it would be a skill save that is rolling a 20 and adding your skill bonus. Stone creatures flying through the air. Did not dodge. Okay, so four. The the stone guns that he flung at you hits your shield and breaks apart. It, it sends you back. And the other one comes across your side where you're holding holding the anchor and, and right in the top of your body. It shatters and you take nine damage. You're now prone on the Am ground. Am I still holding the thing? You, or you're, You still this... have a shield and you still have an anchor. Okay. You're, you're prone on the ground. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, I mean, dragging, rising to my feet, refusing, okay. to, refusing to let go of the anchor. And then I just load up my shield again. And I, I basically egg the, egg the creature, the skeleton. Give me your, give me your best. So it, it does kind of um, like a ghostly other world laugh at you, um, kind of chuckling at, at how cute it thinks so, you are. So I charge the skeleton with the intention of wrapping the rope around its exposed spinal cord. <laughs> Okay. So I'm I'm running at it with the intention of dodging under its swipe. Okay. Then and pulling the pulling the anchor rope around it. Or do a skill check for me. So that's twenty under your skill defense. That's a ten, and I have a skill of twelve. Okay. So yeah, you successfully do that, and you wrap the chain with the anchor mm-hmm. on it around his spine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So now it's he is the anchor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the sails on the ship have been fully raised and the wind is is filling in them and so the ship starts to move away. And uh, the, the skeleton kind of pulls this anchor out, cracks a few of its bones to do it, but it doesn't seem to react to those bones being missing or cracked. Um, so like if there's, you know, one of its spinal columns is missing, it doesn't affect the creature at all. Oh, like um, it's still standing? Yeah, it's, it's still oh. standing. And it throws the anchor right back at you. Oh. Um, okay. Well, that was nice of it. So then I grab it. <laughs> well, no, no. It's, 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 it's throwing it at you. To, oh, oh. He starts whipping it like this, flings it at you. Um, it misses, but starts crushing through some of the stone, uh, frozen stone guardsmen behind you. And you actually know the the people that it's crushing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm they're your co-workers. Them, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah. Very close with all of them. Um, and then it, the, the skeleton kind of just backs to the edge and jumps off the tower and grabs onto the, what's left of the chain mm-hmm. hanging from the ship as the ship starts to move away and gain speed mm-hmm. flying away from the tower. So I shout to anyone who is aligned with me at the top of this thing, hold the anchor! Hold the anchor! And then I try and grab it as I assume it's being dragged back away, right? Yeah, yeah. The ship gets further away. So I grab it and I'm holding it. Okay. I run in to assist. All right, both of y'all run roll brawn checks. Under? Yeah. Uh, just barely, yes, 16. Yeah. 10. Okay, you're kind of being dragged along. And most, you know, there's there's the three of you, and there's probably about four or five other 
unstone frozen people. You're all kind of getting, you know, you you two are getting dragged along as it's going to take you off the edge. Y'all are going to go flying over the edge if you don't let go. Or you're going to, or you can like hang on. Now, so I let go. Now our star doesn't. We won't do them any good. Holding it. Feet up against the ramparts. The the stones start to crack. Your bone, your shin bones start to his to give. his his, his uh, heavy uh, armored boots are sinking into the ground. I was biting at that guy's ankles, but he he just took off with them. Oh, he's he's still on the roof. Oh, okay. Neville, if ever you loved your friend, help me save him from his is the doom of his own making. And I I pull on Longstar, Narrowstar, Narrowstar. Narrow uh, uh. Rex, help! I'm being attacked! I'm being attacked, Rex! Uh, Narrow Star, Narrow Star looks over to see, <laughs> to see <laughs> Neville yes. shouting, I'm being attacked in between bites on the ankle of this creature. Use your pathetic nature to drive away. Uh, oh, Rex, help, help! He's gonna, he's gonna step on me, I know it! So help. then, so then he uses his last bit of strength to try and swing what's left of the anchor towards the double stacked creature or whatever. Okay. Skill check. Done. Okay. Yeah, two. So a two. <laughs> you're, you're, you're holding it back, but then let it go with, with it, a fling. Yeah, yeah. It kind of, I guess, rips the one that was the leg, like the underling, just rips them in two and, and takes the other gun and just flings them off the top of the tower. And then does Neville, is Neville still biting and not he's got, realizing? He's that, got a leg. That, that, that the air? Yeah. Yeah. When, when Neville looks up, realizes the leg he's biting isn't attached to anything. And the, the black flying sailing ship heads east into the sun. You know, the sun is still rising. Yeah. And it kind of, at a certain point, becomes blurry to see. You can't quite make it out as it's. Narrow Star runs to the edge of the ramparts. Princess! So this is Must Be Dice Super Princess Rescue Quest. I guess next time we'll see if you guys decide to go after the princess. Maybe. <laughs> I don't yes, think we have a I believe that we will, and I will need the most my most faithful companions to me. follow alongside <laughs> me. All right. So uh, that was that was uh, episode one, and thanks, woo! guys. We'll see what happens next time. <laughs>